0: Coming to you from beautiful Santa Barbara, California, promoting peace, healthy living and happiness. It's the Peace Podcast with host Barbara Gahn-Mueller.
1: Thank you everyone for being here. I want to introduce myself. I'm Debbie Cregan, and I'm on the Peace Prize Committee, and it's been my privilege to be on the Peace Prize Committee since we started this. And I just want to say that um, I'll take a moment to acknowledge that um, being on this committee and being uh, able to meet and be exposed to quality of individuals that have received this award and been considered for it is just an absolute privilege. And um, I have so much respect for my fellow committee members and for the UNA. And um, it's just been an absolute honor. And so I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge our past Peace Prize recipients. Um, This is an incredible slate of people. They're all completely dedicated to the achievement of peace in this world. And I speak for the Peace Prize Committee when I say that we've been So honored to present these awards to them. Um, Ronaldo Brutico, founder of the World Business Academy. This is advocating for global implementation of moral, environmental, and social responsibility in the world of business. Deepa Willingham, founder of Pace Universal, empowering underserved girls in India with education whereby they become agents of change for their communities. Professor Joe White, founder of A Year Without War, a nonprofit organization seeking a one-year global truce amongst all UN member nations. Thomas Tige, executive director, Direct Relief International, working around the globe to help people recover from disasters and improve the quality of their lives. David Krieger, Nuclear Age Peace Foundation, seeking a just and peaceful world free of nuclear weapons. Barbara Tellefson, founder of Unity Shop. When Barbara passed away in 2020, she left us having brought help, hope, and skill building for over 30 years to those with economic challenges in Santa Barbara and beyond. Although she's no longer with us, her work continues. And now to introduce our 2021 Peace Prize recipient, Roger Derling, I would like to give you Jeff Barbicow. Jeff is a longtime Santa Barbara resident, humanitarian, proud member of the Montecito Association, and chairman of the board of the Santa Barbara International Film Festival, and a very dear friend of Roger's. Welcome, Jeff.
2: I had uh, unmute. And if you're all ready, first of all, I want to thank everyone for putting this on tonight. And Peter, it was a great, great um, education for me. Uh, I'm really not familiar with what you are up to, but thank you for what you're doing. It does my heart really good to introduce Roger Burling as the recipient of the 2021 UNA Santa Barbara Peace Prize. For many years now, Roger has been my colleague and a very good friend. I met Roger through an introduction many years ago by my wife, Margot, who met Roger at a small coffee shop at that point that he co-owned in Carpinteria. Roger was being considered for the position of executive director at the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. The board at that time was not terribly woke and had concerns about Roger being able to do the job. But boy, did he surprise all of them. Roger was and remains an out-of-the-box thinker and doer, which has contributed greatly to the wildly successful Santa Barbara International Film Festival. Roger asked me to join the board, and within the first year, he had things under control and guided the festival, which was in financial trouble, onto the right path to success and financial security. Roger really put our festival on the map and it's not easy. There are over 400 film festivals in the United States alone. And he very quickly got us into the top 10, which allows us so many more options. It also allows us to bring in 15 to $20 million a year to our city, but he never forgot our city and the Santa Barbara people. As soon as it was possible, after the floods and fires, he put a festival on that no one really understood whether it would work or not. Roger didn't care. He wanted to bring everyone back together, which he really did. Over our 17 years working together with some great board members, Roger became a beloved member of our family. Not only do we admire where he has taken the film festival over time to such great heights and admiration, but our sons, both of whom are in the biz, are often asking him for advice and support as they very much respect the great depth of his knowledge and understanding of film. For me, it's always a mystery. Come each August, Roger begins to assess and select the outstanding films and offers the filmmakers the opportunity to participate and join the festival. In 16 years, he has always selected the films and filmmakers, winners one and all, before most of us have even heard about the movie. He is a true savant. Did I mention also, he's a great guy. Roger has made the Santa Barbara International Film Festival what it is today, and has directed where it should be going in the future. Along the way, he has made many, many friends, and we so enjoy being included in that group. Roger, our heartiest congratulations. You are a beloved member of our community, the film world, and our family, and we love you. Congratulations. Ladies and gentlemen, Roger Durling.
3: Thank you very much. Today's a big day. President Biden addressed the UN. And and here we are, addressing the Santa Barbara Tri County's chapter of the United Nations Association. And on the day that Santa Barbara becomes a city of peace, Um, Jeff Barbaco, one of my dearest friends, and someone I just adore. He's been there during challenging times, and most importantly, we've been able to celebrate some good ones as well. Uh, Jeff's a fabulous mensch, a terrific human being. Um, I'm so fortunate to be considered a member of his tribe with his wife, Margot, and his talented sons, Bennett and Max. Um, Thanks to everyone at the Santa Barbara Tri-Countess uh, Chapter of the United Nations Association, Barbara Goggin-Mueller, uh, Debbie Cregan, Sharon Byrne, um, Jack Freelander. I, I be honest, I was surprised to be told I was in consideration for this award, and I was totally uh, stunned I was selected. It, it, it was totally unexpected. And, um, and I'm humbled by it, especially when I, I read the past recipients and, and who I greatly admire. Um, but I don't know if you guys knew that I worked at the United Nations for five years in the early 90s. So this is kismet to, to receive this award from you all. Um, it's imperative. That I acknowledge SBIFF, Santa Barbara International Film Festival, the Board of Trustees, and the whole staff. This award belongs to all of them. It's a good thing, guys, that this award is made out of glass, uh, because maybe I can hammer it into pieces and, and spread it around, um, to the, to the staff and to the Board of Directors. Um, I won't do that. Um, I, uh, I, I will treasure this. Um, my better half, you see that orange, uh, block there on this on your screen. That's my better half in there, um, who gives me on. Un- His name is Dan Lonspike, and he gives me uncompromising love and support. And he believes more in in me than than anybody else. So love you, Dan. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, uh, both my parents and my brother Roy, my family, for always being there for me. Mom and Dad noticed my peculiarities as a very young person and encouraged them. So thank you to them. Um, I I was born and raised in Panama. And as a young child, um, I felt I didn't belong. I thought of myself as gangly, too effeminate, too nerdy, with glasses, with a strong prescription and a sack full of insecurities, which made me feel alone and misunderstood. Um, I stumbled into the movie theaters And it was in movie houses in a darkened hall that I started to understand the power of art and community. In those darkened halls, nobody could see my so-called deficiencies. In the darkness of a movie theater, there was no skin color, no insecurities. We're all the same. And we're partaking in a ritual of watching a movie and you know, sharing an experience together. Um, I felt accepted in that environment. And simultaneously, I was introduced to world cinema and started to see common grounds with diverse cultural backgrounds and um, stories. I was so fortunate that after a serpentine career path, I ended up here in Santa Barbara and running the Santa Barbara International Film Festival. I'm, I'm just so lucky to be doing this job with this amazing staff and board of directors and all the volunteers. Um, The happiest time in my life has been connecting people at a film festival. Um, When you're able at the same time, not just to connect people that are attending the festival, but to connect to other cultures, perspectives and joys. And all of a sudden with a flicker of light, this vast world becomes smaller and accessible. I love teaching at Santa Barbara City College. I teach film. I've been doing it for the past 16 years. One of the most rewarding things I do. Um, I love to broaden perspective and find commonality by the introduction of cinema. Finding commonality and building community, finding things that brings us together and not tear us apart. Um, that's been a long-term mission of the Santa Barbara International Film Festival and myself. Film to me has always been a perfect conduit. In this past difficult year, it was film that kept me grounded, that kept me inspired, that helped me understand what was happening around me. Recently, um I'd like to share that I was on a trip to the Midwest for a film festival, and I was in a car ride early in the morning, it was dark outside, with a driver who seemed to be politically and socially so far from who I was. On the surface, we couldn't have been more different. I was uh, um, nervous, and certain he felt the same way. All of a sudden he asked me what movies I liked and the presumed pers- the great divide between us was no longer there. Peace and understanding between the two of us was achieved. Film has the indelible power to increase understanding, awareness and reconciliation amongst people from diverse backgrounds. Art and cinema are a language that we all have in common. I mean, and it's able to bring people together. The images we see, the the stories we see affect our lives and how we interact with one another. We start to understand the way things have been in the past and the way things ought to be in the future. It is our responsibility to make sure that all voices are heard. That everyone's story is represented and heard. We need to bring as many voices we can to the table and make room for them. Make room. There's always room for love, for peace, and for listening. I am very honored to receive this award. Um, I treasure it because it's not just a spotlight on me, but on the essential role of the arts in peace building. Um, I hope a young queer Latino kid out there gets inspiration to find solace in the arts like I did and tell his, her story fearlessly. It is without fear of each other Um, and being open and respectful of one another that we will achieve peace. Thanks again to the Santa Barbara Tri-Counties chapter of the United Nations. It is serendipity that today's World Gratitude Day um, because um, I'm grateful for this. um, And last but not least, my parting thought is be grateful for the things you have. You have breath in you and the capability to make a change to everything around you. Thank you very much.
0: Congratulations, Roger. You absolutely 1,000 million percent deserve this. Thank you so much for bringing the world to Santa Barbara and really getting you know giving us the ability to experience the world in a way that would take us years of travel and trying to acculturize ourselves to do. Um, and thank you for taking Santa Barbara to the world, right? Thank you for introducing our city to the world and really making the Santa Barbara International Film Festival a hugely important film festival. I don't know if you've gotten thorough credit for that, but it's now viewed as one of the important film festivals in the world and and a really strong place to debut an international film um, and to connect with people who will buy and distribute the film. And I'm, I'm not sure that that's publicly as known as it should be, but that, that's your work. Um, and we wanna really thank you for that and honor you for that.
3: Thank you very much, very humbled.
0: And Roger's 100% correct. This is a huge day. Uh, not only is it International Day of Peace, not only is it Roger Derling wins the Santa Barbara Peace Prize, which is just a huge thing to celebrate. Um, and But it's also, he's correct. President Biden addressed the United Nations this morning in response to Secretary General Guterres's comments yesterday that we're in code red um, in our climate emergency. And Biden made some very significant pledges this morning. In, and it was the first time in 20 years that the United States addressed the UN and we weren't at war with someone. It, it's the first time. Um, so it's, it, this is really a huge time. It's a really huge day. Barbara reminded me today that tonight at 921, it'll be the 21st hour, in you know, 21st minute in the ninth hour, and, and it will be the, the 21st day in the ninth month, um, and it will be the 21st year um, in the 21st century. So it's kind of a very, very important day today. And today is also the day that we went before the City Council at 2 p.m. this afternoon and received a proclamation to be an international city of peace, the 323rd international city of peace. It is a, a key, important designation. (laughs) We're super super excited about it. We received the help of two great council members, uh, and that would be Alejandro Gutierrez and Oscar Gutierrez, not related. Um, They instantly got in 30 seconds why we would want to be a city of peace. And what does that mean when you have peace officers, given the dialogue that BLM has introduced to this world in the last year? Uh, What does it mean when you're a city of peace and you use that in your discourse with people? What does it mean to, to bring peace into your life and to, to bring peace into your city? So we are really, really tickled. Uh, our president, Barbara uh, Gallmuller, read the resolution today before the city council. Um, and we are very, very honored to be a city of peace. And we are very honored to have the head of the International Cities of Peace, Fred Armont, here with us this evening. Fred, would you like to say a couple of words?
4: Uh, yes, and I'd like to start off with uh, Roger Durling's, um ending. Uh, it's, it was amazing. Be grateful for the things you have. And that's what International City of Peace is all about. Um, you guys didn't start with a proclamation. You, you ended with the uh, proclamation now, but you started decades and decades and decades ago, centuries ago, in building Santa Barbara as a city of peace. There's people working on safety for everybody. There's working on, working on prosperity, and there's people working on quality of life in the film festival, You know, I've been aware of it for quite some time. It's just amazing how many um, peace activities, peace organizations, peacemakers, peace people there are in Santa Barbara. And all of us around the world have a legacy of peace in our city. And um, there's gonna be a thousand cities of peace um, in a few years. And Santa Barbara stepped forward. It's so important for American cities to establish themselves as international cities of peace. The people around the world watch us and they are looking at us for what they believe are people who believe in democracy and all the things that have to do with peace. So I commend uh, you know Barbara and Sharon and um, uh, all of the people who were involved in creating the idea of self-establishing Santa Barbara as a city of peace and it's just phenomenal. I appreciate your friendship. And thank you very much for stepping forward.
5: And we thank you, Fred, for starting the International Cities of Peace. We are the Tri-County United Nations Association, and that means that we have the possibility of many cities that could join and become cities of peace. But it was your vision that brought Ojai in. If we wouldn't have had OHI as a city of peace and Brian Berman helping us understand, this is a citizens' event. We did not go to the city council and say we want to be a city of peace. No, we want to be a city of peace. So we signed your form. And those of you who are watching today, if you want to become a city of peace, go to unasb.org and there's an application. It's a simple application. And Sharon and I are the co, I guess a Ambassadors for the City of Peace, and we'll be glad to talk with you. And we'll talk to your Rotary Club, et cetera. Sharon, do you want to talk? Did our council members make it tonight?
0: No, their council meeting has run really long today. So, uh, and I've I've been keeping up with that, but they were super helpful in getting this done, you know, getting us the proclamation through the city council. And they were very quick to understand why it was really important that we become a city of peace. But Fred is correct. Uh, The United Nations Association, uh, with some help actually from the Common Table Foundation, Chased the city of peace and signed up for it and did the work. Today's proclamation was from the city council to honor that work. So um, it's a it's been a, it's so it's been an amazing day. Let peace break out everywhere, right? Like what an amazing day this has been, um, and it's still happening. And again, I think we are also so very lucky um, to have Roger Durling in our community and for the amazing things that he has brought our community and the way he has introduced us to the world through film. What a gift that keeps on giving so all around uh, just a happy day to be an an international city of peace and to have a, a great peace prize recipient that we can all be proud of.
5: And if you are downtown today, Santa Barbara, if you did not get on right away, Sharon, you might want to put up the photo one more time, that we have the front of the Arlington Theater. And tonight I'm going to be interviewed on KEYT, so put on your TV, Roger, and you'll see us there. there. There we go, giving Roger the marquee that he deserves. So there we go. Thanks, Sharon. And go downtown and have your picture taken in front of there. Who knows, maybe you might be the next International City of Peace or our Peace Prize winner. We have an application also on unasb.org. I have been a member of the United Nations Association almost since the beginning, because in the beginning we had 75 plus years. We're the oldest United Nations Association in the United States. We were started before the UN. The UN came in in 1945 and we came in as a United Nations Association in 1944. We are a membership organization. $25 a year to be a member of the UNA. Why do we charge so little? Because we want you to participate. We want you to join us in our groups. We have a Tuesday meeting the fourth Tuesday of each month, and we talk about the issues that we're facing. If I gave you the litany of all the things that we have done, including having a lookalike for Eleanor Roosevelt. And what did Eleanor Roosevelt do? Create the human rights, human rights so many of our members work with groups of youth and these kids read these human rights and they'll say words like i didn't know we had human rights or we'll talk as sharon did a fabulous event called It. it's an event that we were talking about the human trafficking that goes on in our planet and we were in tears as we watched the people talk about the story of their life and how it changed when somebody discovered them and helped them. And that's what film does. That's why we wanted to have Roger because we wanted Roger to show that when you're in a film, you're in a whole new world and your mind changes. I'll never forget doing a conference at Stanford once and and um, Fritjof Copper was there. And he said, today I give you permission to change your mind. And I said to myself, I can change my mind, peace is possible. I can think about the world that I want, the peace that I want on our planet. And that was just such an amazing, 500 people in the audience. And he says, I give you permission to change your mind. And when my husband was alive, he would always answer these questions from people who would say, this is Dr. Robert Mueller, UN prophet. And he was there 40 years, created the university for peace. And they would say, oh, Dr. Mueller, you're so important what can I do for peace? And he would say, what are you thinking right now? And they would say various things, but what really happened was when they started to think that the world could become one as a peace world and make the world safe for all. A ball of many of our board members believe that security is the key to our future, and I agree with them, and I really thank Fred Arment for being here today, because his vision was if we had grassroots people. Bringing peace to those communities and bringing peace in a way that would create an international city of peace. I don't know if you've been up to, to Ojai, but they have Stein's that say the inter, this is an international city of peace. So I have so many things I could tell you, but the main thing I want to do is honor all of you who joined us tonight. You are here because you too believe that the United Nations and peace are all possible. You know, it's all of us who remember one statement my husband would say, peace is not a destination, it's a journey. And as you do your walk in your town, in your community, go to the movies, kindness is a part of being a peace. The people you see, you never know when you're going to find somebody who might, you might be the peace they need that day because it is an internal process. I have peacepodcast.org if you want to meet some more peacemakers. peacepodcast.org allows you to talk to these people who have written books about peace, the ambassadors, the authors, and so many of you. I want to thank each of you for being here tonight. I don't know how I can reach out and give you an air hug, but that's what I feel like doing because I really appreciate each of you bringing your energy to Santa Barbara and to the United Nations Association, which covers the tri-counties. Is there anybody who has one last word they like to make? Sharon, you want to bring up our closure? I see those eyes popping up, she's ready to do it. (laughs)
0: I think you just closed this, and I think you've done a really good job. Congratulations again to Roger Darling for being the 2021 uh, Peace Prize Award recipient. Um, it's really great that Santa Barbara has its own Peace Prize. We thought it up about five years ago, yay for us. Um, and I'm really glad that, that Roger has won it this evening. Thank you, Fred, for teaching us and guiding us how to become an international city of peace. We greatly appreciate it. Thank you, Peter Yao, for taking us to Cyprus and for kind of really giving us a bird's eye view of a UN uh, peacekeeping mission that was very firsthand for a lot of us. And thank you to everyone that took time out tonight to make time. There's
5: a few people on here I want to thank Elizabeth Saturis, all the way from Hawaii, an environmental biologist. Um, Joyce Wyckoff. These are people who I have known all my life. Nancy Martin, a former Peace Corps volunteer. Each of you bring such a wealth of information. Takako, teaching at the City College, running the Sister Cities for us. Emeliano, our flute player. Each of you. Barry Simons, our president of the UNA-USA division. We have 12 division, 12 different chapters in this division. I must tell you a commercial. October 1, we're going to have from the UNA-USA, and you can go to our unasb.org and join us, as well as find out about the events. October 1, we're going to do one on climate. So it is a large event, and I want you to join us. I just can't thank you enough for joining us. And with that, I'm going to say go have a wonderful evening and hug somebody you tell them peace is possible, and it begins with you and me. Bye-bye for now. See you next year, if not sooner.